Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Got a great show lined up for you. I got Charlie Alamo coming up later in the final segment. I also went over to Jana Banana's house where myself, Jana, and Naomi Bradshaw, we all worked on some content. We shot a music video. We did a live video stream on Facebook as well that you can check out. We were also brainstorming about the upcoming telethon that we're wanting to do to help raise money for the Kickstarter for... uh, Uh, the movie Garage that uh, Aaron Sanders did. Uh, If you want to donate or check everything out that he's got going on, go to garagemovie.com. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. You're going to find out all the locations and places that you can find me, all my social media, my PayPal, my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it may be. Going to get my first break out of the way because I have two long interviews that I really, really think you guys are going to enjoy. Be back in a few minutes. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Welcome back to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I, If I sound a little bit different, that is because I am at my good friend Jana Shelfer's house. Uh, she's got a great studio here, and, and I wanted to be able to get together. Uh, probably a couple of months, I, I talked to these two people, as well as Naomi Bradshaw. Naomi, how are you? Hi, Give doing her good. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, but um, now, before we get into everything, tell people how they can find you online, uh, it, it, stuff and projects that you're working on. Jana, how, how can people find you? Oh, I am at JanaShelfer.com, and I am vomiting creative content daily, (laughs) Tuttle. I'm telling you, my YouTube channel is where I am channeling the most of this brilliance that is coming out of every orifice of mine. Well, at least it's not coming out of both ends. (laughs) (laughs) So, JanaShelfer.com, that will take you to my YouTube channel, but I also am experimenting with every social media site. I've even tried this TikToking that all the kids are talking about. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been watching your TikToks, and they're what do you very think? Creative. I, I like them because it's just me posting weird stuff that I see. But like you are, you're actually getting creative with your dances, mm-hmm. uh, and and it's great. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Very proud you were the one that in inspired me to try TikTok. Yeah, and, well, I mean... It was you, Tuttle. You you have to di- diversify when you're doing this stuff. And uh, also joining me is Naomi Bradshaw, and uh, she has a website called Tracing Trauma. Uh, she's really been helping me out with a lot of things, personally and professionally. And uh, t- now, also, talk about the other project that you're working on with Aaron at the moment. We're doing a Kickstarter trying trying to raise money and uh, you know it better than I do so why am I even explaining it? <laughs> well because you're introducing me and thank you for that uh, besides my blog at chasingtrauma.com I've been working with my friend Aaron Sanders he wrote a screenplay for a short movie 
short film and it's called Garage. So if you go to garagemovie.com, you can find out all the information about our Kickstarter campaign. And uh, I'm associate producer for the movie. And every day, if you're looking on social media, you might be noticing if you're a friend of mine that I'm doing a lot of weird kind of funny stuff online. And that's all a part of getting attention and awareness about the subject, which is treating untreated childhood trauma. Now, what I mean, now, yes, it is childhood trauma, but do most trauma people, no matter what the trauma is, can can they all help each other, even though one one might be different than the other? Oh, absolutely. There's all different kinds of trauma, you know, racial trauma, uh, social injustice, uh, even all over the world. Military. Wars, you know, people that have been uh, misplaced from their homes, refugees, you know, uh, there's all kinds of, you know, domestic violence and, you know, against LGBTQ uh, plus and, you know, all of those things. And I those can all cause significant changes in your brain. And that's what trauma does to the brain is it literally changes the landscape of your mind so that you really believe that you're in danger. And you really think that when you get triggered, you, for myself, I was a victim of child sex abuse at age five. And so when I get triggered, I turn into a five-year-old <laughs> and I don't make really good decisions as a five-year-old. <laughs> well, if you want to go there, tracing trauma is uh, tracing trauma.com is right. your website. Mm -hmm. uh, you should be having a new blog coming out real soon. Yes. Correct? I it, yes, tomorrow is my uh, launch date for that. And I did work on it this morning and it felt really good. So I feel confident I'll be able to do that. <laughs> now, are there and, and are there ones that you're kind of dreading to talk about? Because you, in, in, your, in your blog, you're kind of chronologically kind of going along. Mm -hmm. um, is there ones that are a little bit harder to write about than than other ones you've done? Oh yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, uh, the readers have been through seven weeks of uh, really difficult reading, so I decided for this week's blog I was going to depart from that and uh, talk a little bit more about how complex PTSD, which results from childhood trauma, how does that affect an adult in their daily lives? Because it's kind of uh, a little insidious. It's subtle. It's things that you might see someone behave and you say, what is wrong with you? You know, but that's not the right question. The right question is, what happened to you? Because the reason you're acting that way is because of what happened to you and it changed your brain landscape and is causing you to behave the, in a way that it's really not good for our society and getting along with others. <laughs> now, I want to talk a little bit, a little bit about what we've done so far today, because we had talked about this. You know, uh, I have my content that I'm doing. Jana has hers. Naomi has hers. And and I brought up this idea that we all should start working together because there's Brilliant. so much content out there. Uh, it's it's hard to to stick out and and us being able to do this stuff. And I was out of my comfort zone. I have no problem getting in here and just chit chatting and, and talking about anything but i had to do a little bit of singing today yeah. i had i had so I, I had to do some dancing now you know what my wheelhouse i did do some prop falls some physical comedy which i'm telling you you can make a living at just doing stunt comedy yeah you're like a, the john ritter <laughs> yeah from three's company but i gotta come and knock on my door <laughs> toddles waiting for you toddles waiting for you <laughs> Where the kisses are hers and hers and his. But I gotta tell you, oh my god, it was hot, hot, hot out there today. Oof. Listen to you. Here you've been so inspirational, motivational, positivity, and all of a sudden you just fell into victimhood. No, I'm just saying. It, it just, it, some days it gets to me, and, and I would like to do the Instead physical. of saying it's so hot, 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 say, wow, I was hot. Psst. Yeah, people like sweaty people. That's no. right. <laughs> what I Watch me glisten. <laughs> just don't come close. <laughs> no, what I was. Do you smell what I smell? 
success. Do you smell what the tuds is cooking? That's yeah. <laughs> that smell is the hobo fish camp. Oh, Lordy. No, it got so hot that I wanted to, like, ask you it's if I... It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot, I'm going to take my clothes off. Not doing it. No, but but you, you, I was to the point, I was so hot, I was like, Jana, do you have one of your older chairs here that I could just roll down your dock and go right into the Because lake? being in a wheelchair makes you cool. No, I, I just wanted to do something dumb and roll down there and just go right into the lake. See, you wanted to do a stunt. It is deep in your core. Your essential self <laughs> but, is I can't do, but I can't do it anymore, though. Like, no. I, I'm not... I, Naomi said to stop doing it. Well, no, I... <laughs> I've noticed at 40, I'm not recovering as quickly from oh. from from this stuff. Like, it, a lot of people forget about all the stuff that I've done through the years of broken bones and, and concussions and stuff. I think I think that's why... You broke bones? Uh, concussions? Yeah. Uh, what? Huh? It was at the Super Bowl of Motorsports. Me and Tom Van, you know him as Drunkie. We may be one of the dumbest... Things we ever did have no idea why management let us do this, but you know those Vespa scooters that you can go like 30 40 miles an hour. Not boss man Jack, no, no, he no. was not in charge, he was not in charge at the time. But, um, they we got these long PVC pipes and we we duct tape pillows to the end of them and we scooter jousted. Uh, each other oh. on those, and I've always wanted to scooter joust. <laughs> now, well, <laughs> we didn't. We all smoking. That's well, gonna be on my bucket list. Right. <laughs> well, it, we both lost balance because you're trying to balance these long poles, and instead we hit wheel to wheel. We collided head on with each other at about 25, 30 miles an hour. And I had to get like nine stitches in my hand because the plastic cut me open and then I broke my left hand. And who approved yeah. this? It's a good thing you're hanging out with us now. Uh, who approved yeah. it? You, you want to know, like, um, I'm not going to say what radio guy told me this, but, but he said uh, it's better to ask for forgiveness than, than ask for permission. So I just, you'll, you'll, you'll know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how it went down. So they uh, they started um, saying nope, no more stunts, people. Because and there was also a time I had to go to the emergency room uh, because I got a I don't even know what grade concussion. Oh lordy! We were returning kickoffs against the Orlando Predators football team. Um, yeah, it was pretty bad. But let's get off of uh, big. Now you're with us, and we're gonna take care of you, Tuttle. But now that I have two two women in here, two ladies, <laughs> two women, yeah. Now, now, have, have you have you have you guys heard that? In the near oh, no. future. Now, now you're gossiping. No. <laughs> Have you heard? No, He's like, now that I've got that women all. in here, let's gossip. No, yeah. no. We don't do that. Guys, <laughs> men in the future are going to become extinct because they're finding out that the Y chromosome Mm-hmm. That that men, you know, everybody is not a lot of people, but men have, you know, X, Y, and I think uh, women have X. So, you know, that Y chromosome's going away. So they're saying that from, you know, the further along we go, more women are going to be, be, be born and less men are going to be born. Tuttle, that's the plot to the beginning of Wonder Woman. Yes. Or Amazonians. <laughs> At that's me. Yes. So, I mean. Wow. Yeah, it, it's weird. They still yeah, you, have not been able to figure it out yet. And, and I, it was I would some, love to be a little fly inside your brain. I know, right? Just for a I, day. I can't even, just even think know, about that. My head would explode. To know what goes on. I <laughs> can't. It, it, it's just, no. I read all the time. So, like, are, are they going to, like, mass, like, and mass quantities? I read have, all the time, too. But the things that I read, I guarantee are not the things you read. But well, it, it, I was thinking about this. Are they going to create, like, right now, while the Y chromosome is still around, create, like, a Fort Knox of sperm uh, oh, somewhere Lordy. that they can, you know, like, hey, we're out of men. Let's go get some of the that others. Because, yeah, do you understand what I'm saying? Why? 
Well, because of no, the, the Y chromosome. <laughs> you got, I'm, I'm sorry, that went way over my head, and I, I usually get jokes. I liked it better in Wonder Woman because you just saw, you know, all women that were super pretty and they had pretty dresses on, you know, and that I don't have to think about a yucky sperm tower or whatever you just talked no, about. No, Fort Knox, like disgusting. a Fort Knox, a Fort Knox of like. I don't want to think about that. I want to see a Wonder Fort Knox of sperm yeah. towers. That's yeah. disgusting. I don't know. I wasn't wow. trying to be no. disgusting. I was just saying. We, I mean, we can't have. All it's the in your DNA. <laughs> Ask me why. <laughs> see, this is why I miss you on the radio channel because. Pun intended. I know because you you could always you could always throw it out there, you could always throw it out there and get one. And and I will say this: a lot of people there are sometimes where Jana will do an appropriate joke back on the air, and it used it used to just hit you harder whenever it came from you instead of somebody else that you knew that was like oh he does that all the time oh like when you were here the other day and I dropped I dropped the F-bomb and you were like Jana what I know. I felt so badly about that. Do you know Only that one I, time? I actually like did I <laughs> oh gosh, please forgive me. That was terrible. What a bad influence I am on our poor little sweet innocent friend Tuttle. Poor <laughs> What prompted this outburst, Jana? I don't even remember. Oh, you well, my still, my all time favorite joke that Jana ever did, and it wasn't even on the air. They, there was a new intern coming in, and, and they were telling about all the stunts. Uh, Catherine Brown was in there, and then Jana comes rolling in, okay? And and the intern, they're explaining stuff about how we, you you have to, you know, clear all stunts now. And Jana was like, she, she looked at her chair, and she was like, yeah, that's, you know, something happened. I scooter jousted. Yeah. And it it was the most uncomfortable. But I love uncomfortable jokes. I'm the poster child. (laughs) Don't be like me. I'd rather make the joke first (laughs) than have somebody else make the joke. So I'm always kind of doing that type of humor also. You know, I think women are like that. Tuttle, are you like that? Like, if you have a big zit on your chin, Mm -hmm. do you walk in the room and go, I know, I've got a big zit on my chin. Do you point? It out. TMI. Do, you, do yeah. you point out your flaws before other people can say, "Oh, he did does. you notice that big zit?" Well, pretty much everybody knows all my flaws. The one that I got messed with all the time was having a huge head. Like <laughs> I have a humongous head. What's wrong with having a big head? But you know, I <laughs> I really didn't know that about you until you came to do wheelchair aerobics yes, with me and that, the other day. And I couldn't wear the helmet because right. Yes, yeah, seven and five eight. You know what the kids used to call me growing up? They would call me headquarters because of my big head. And, and you know, to pick on me, they'd come up and they would salute me. They'd be like, reporting to headquarters. And, you know. But the bigger head means you have bigger brains. brains. Mm-hmm. That's what I always was told. And I think Oprah oh, Winfrey. What? My mom did not like my big head, if you know what I mean. So, but um, I think Oprah Winfrey. Said, <laughs> my mom did not like the big head because it was like uh, maybe uh, I don't know a week labor almost. Uh, if you and my dad got really mad at me as well too. You know. Have you just, have you I'm measured have you measured around yeah, uh, seven and five eighths in inches? Yes. Wait, it's only seven and five eighths inches th- around. That's the size fitting cap. That's the cap. D- diameter. Yes, I think that's what size. Because fitting I thought had. Oprah's was the size of most waists. Like, doesn't she have like a, a twenty-three or a twenty-eight inch head? <laughs> Where do you read this stuff, Reddit? <laughs> Where is this coming from? I'm reading uh, the wrong sources, man. At, at, the break, at the break, I'm going to go get a tape measure. And you're going to measure my head. And we're going to me- measure your head. Okay. Uh, do you well, know in Kansas they say measure? Measure. But everywhere else they say measure. Oh. Now, that's a great point. So, regionally, where are you from originally, Naomi? I was born in Concord, New Hampshire. Yeah. Um, that's where my mother's side of the family is from, and my dad's side is from Maine, but I moved down here when I was five years old. See, I'm the only born and raised uh, Florida cracker. Oh, you're a true Floridian. Yes. You're a rare yeah. gem. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I had never seen snow before. I've never seen snow before. Ever? I mean, I've seen it on the ground, but I've never like seen it like fall. You've never done a snow angel? No, because <laughs> where I saw snow was I was in Manhattan, and if you ever seen the snow that's on the street there, it's uh, it's, it's black snow. Yeah, New York City knows how to handle snow, man. I've been there in a blizzard. It's like what I thought. Oh no, a blizzard! It's gonna be. What's gonna happen next day? They just plowed it right through. No big deal. We're New Yorkers. Oh, you want to know the worst city that handles snow? Every time they get like a blizzard or a snowstorm in Atlanta, do you remember that snowpocalypse that they had up there? And in everybody's car on the major highway, I think uh, eighty-five. They just people did not know how to drive it. It was it was the craziest thing. I heard about that. Really? Yeah. That is so bizarre. All right, guys. Because well, I went to school in Illinois, and yeah. so it, I saw snow. In fact, that's why. Lion, right? That is why I moved to Orlando. I moved because I didn't want to have to scrape the snow yeah. off of the windows of yeah. my car. I was that person that when it would snow, I didn't want to scrape the windows, so I would just have like this little tiny slot of where you could see out and everything else would be covered and it was so dangerous do you still remember i remember you used to do it but I, and i liked it the uh fight in the line i saw you would go the i or what i l l i n i yeah that's our calling yeah my my crummy community college probably didn't even have one i got a ged we didn't have a song definitely no song for that <laughs> Well, you got it, though. They didn't have it. I got a GD. Yeah, for me. Yeah. You know. I can make that a campaign for people to be proud of getting their GED. Yeah, I'm on to something. Janet, I see the wheels turning. I did. No, I did. I was thinking of like some sort of theme song for your telethon. Ah, well, yes. Yeah, we got that coming up. I have some. I, I talked to Jesse Lynn Martins. She's her. She's definitely going to sing a song. She was t- talking about maybe writing a song because it, this subject matter is very close to her heart. And uh, I was very touched that she said yes to the project. So we definitely have, from Alaska, some excellent entertainment. Did you guys ever um, watch her uh, on Archer? The uh, You know that she voiced a very popular character yeah. on, on there. Mm-hmm. What was her name in the uh, show? I can't uh, remember, but I just was watching it the other day because mm-hmm. I was kind of, you know, trolling her. <laughs> and I saw her also singing in Kenny Loggins' living room, which is pretty awesome. Badass. <laughs> yeah, Highway to the Danger Zone. And she's over there. Highway. Oh, yeah, she I, was awesome. <laughs> I, I got to ask her, because um, I, I used to go see her play, and she is one of the fastest fiddle players that you'll really? ever see i think i think the song of uh, the orange blossom special or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and <laughs> yeah and she like honestly it's <laughs> like uh, you you think her uh, fiddle's gonna catch on fire that she's like playing it so fast Ooh, yeah so <laughs> her fiddle caught on yeah, so uh, I I don't want to take up. This is going to be. A, I wanted to get this segment. Some smoke. So you tell, smell it. You're <laughs> tell, tell everybody it's once a again. Fish smoke. I smell it. No, that's Tuttle. That's Tuttle. I'm sorry. So tell her, my fiddle. Tell everybody again how they can find you guys and and check you out. Well, you can find me on YouTube, JanaShelfer.com. The, the JanaShelfer.com will take you to my YouTube page, Jana Shelfer. If you just Google it, I'm all over the place, but I'm also going to take part in Naomi's telethon, which is going to be happening on Tuttle's podcast. Yes. Well, and- I mean, we're now we need to talk about that. We need to figure out the platform on where we're going to pit it at, because I, I think I want to get the most exposure as we can for mm-hmm. it. So. 
mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to that point. So I really well, appreciate yeah. it, guys. I, I um, tracingtrauma.com. Yes. You can find me NaomiBratcha.com is how some people know me, but I'm also the Tracing Trauma Lady. You can find me at <laughs> tracingtrauma.com on all social media platforms. I need to put some more stuff on my YouTube, and these guys are uh, getting me on that track. So uh, the blog should be out tomorrow at tracingtrauma.com. And of course, we've got a Facebook campaign for garagemovie.com. And uh, you can go there and learn all about the movie campaign and what it's all about. And uh, we look forward to your support. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com. Or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Welcome back, guys. I am fortunate enough now. I think this is the first time I have batted a 1,000 on a Monday through Friday time period of having one of my favorite people. I think our chemistry is getting better every time we record with each other. The one and only. Charlie Alamo. Charlie, how are you? Well, I am one and only, that's for sure. And I bet my parents wish every day that she would have either jerked them off or sucked them off. Yeah, they, um, I, 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 I ended up hanging out with uh, Jana and, and Naomi Bradshaw today because we worked on a lot of content. Is there something, okay, everybody has their, their thing that they're just naturally good at. Mine is I have absolutely no rhythm at all. Like, that's the one thing I can do, no matter how hard I try, I have no rhythm. What really? Is that one I, thought thing? You, I thought you had two things, no rhythm, and you can get under people's skin like nobody's business. Yeah, Like the yeah. worst flipper ever. <laughs> yeah, I get, oh, dude, you know something I found out, man? Um the now I'm I'm gonna need your help because I wanna I wanna brainstorm with you, okay? There is a certain radio and, and I don't wanna blow the gimmick, but there is a certain radio show that I've worked with will be in my stomping grounds for an appearance. And what's Drew doing in your stomping ground? <laughs> uh, I I need something, and we will talk about this when we're done, but should yeah. I or should I not go out and make an appearance? Should I be a friend or a foe or, or, or bust ball? Not work too if, stiff, but go out. No. And, Are, let me ask you this. Are okay. they doing an autograph signing or anything like that where there's going to be a long Campbell-type gimmick? Um, it's not the main it i'll say this it's some people that work on a person's show that's going to be out oh so it's not like is a, it the b team yeah, yeah, are, yeah. Is, are you getting are you getting king Kong bundy versus like kamala instead of fucking hogan versus savage yes 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 okay then but, you know what you do you walk out there you bring your own stuff you start signing autographs right in front of their thing blow up their spot and i was gonna say if it I was going to say, if it's somebody bigger than that and they have an autograph table, you should just bring your own chair, sit down at the end and be like, oh, I'll just sign a Tuttle uh, little autograph for you. Yeah, we got to we got to brainstorm because I think you would definitely be able to help me come up with because I, I don't want I want it to be creative. I just don't want to go out there and do the, you know, normal uh, you know, just be a dick or an asshole or anything like that. But just something no spook- creative, no spooky con type gimmick no not not like when i went out there just and i was just a straight up dick uh to and run. you know what 
And I literally, I felt more bad for you than Russ in that. Because even Russ was just like, Tuttle, what are you doing? Yeah. Russ yeah. is a good guy, man. No, Russ, Russ is a good guy. But, you know, we we all get that way where, like, mm. that's the thing. You know why, though? Charlie, oh, dude, don't, don't. Listen, don't don't get me wrong. I've been the fucking bitter person, too. And the guy that I fucking quit for at one station was trying to get back at the fucking other station that I was working at. So I went to the meeting and I was like, straight up, if this guy's here to sell ads, he's amazing. If not, fuck him because he don't know jack shit about content because I was pitching ideas to this motherfucker for a fucking year and a half and he didn't understand it. See, I think so I'll I bury a motherfucker. I don't care. Oh, no, I, I will, too. But, you know, it, it really, really. And, and Bennington was the one that told me he was like, you know, what good does it do you to have enemies uh, at, at places you used to work? Because you're basically that cutting that option right off. You're amputating any exactly. chance you have to work for that place ever again. And you know what? And Bennington's telling you this at a time when there was options. Now there's not. There's no clear channel anymore. Everything's conglomerate, bro. Uh, iHeart, fucking uh, Premiere. I don't even think Premiere is around anymore. I think they're gone. They used to do syndication for all kinds of different people, like yeah, Hohead and such. What, Premiere was a part of, like, Clear Channel, Westwood, though, wasn't it? It was part of Westwood One. Okay, yeah, Westwood one. I forgot about that. Are they even still around with Westwood? Yeah, yes. Um, I think they. I think now they're not. I know they were doing Bubba. Right. Bubba, they the Bubba was with them. I did a lot of rest Westwood one stuff because they carried a lot of football games. But Westwood one went away another underneath some other umbrella as well. Yeah, now, I mean, me, they did a lot of. Premier did a lot of syndication. But but like what 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 are they actually doing? It's not like they're like how are they making their money? Like you know the people that are the talent like above the yes. love sponge or Phil Hendry. How are they getting the money? Like how are they? They're not. They're getting paying fucked. For? They're getting fucked over. Basically, what they were doing back in the day was running down stations and getting them on there and generating advertising thing like. If you go read Radio Inc. or any of the rag trades, which I know Tuttle knows of yeah. the radio industry, what, you'll see your, ads and banners. Talker Magazine, it, it, Talker's Magazine might be the one that is the biggest piece of shit. Like, magazine. Uh, yeah, I don't even think they're around as a magazine anymore. I think it's probably all digital. Who's buying no. that fucking thing? So you can read about what? A radio guy with a golden mic or a per fucking a program director from San Diego? Nobody gives a fuck about any of those people, dude. Unless now, you're really hardcore into it and trying to suck up for a job. Uh, there's two other things. And and I do like this. I Go get ahead. a lot of feedback on, on our inside industry talk. But uh, in, in Talkers Magazine, all the hoes make a big deal out of being, you know, that heavy hundred, like, issue yeah. they do every year. And, I'm still fucking pissed that you're 101 out of the fucking hundred top talkers. What the fuck? You're the hot talk satirizer. You should be at least 100 or but, 98. But some of those people that are in there, you know yeah. that they've spent money with that magazine. And, Absolutely. and a, a lot of those people on that list, because there's a lot of like small guys that we all know that has never been on that list, but they should be because they're far talented, more talented than some of the people that are on there. Isn't it kind of antiquated at this part? I mean, it's basically like the pro wrestling top 500, you know, it's, and and as much as I love wrestling and I love, you know, and I, I mark out to it, really, what do you get because you moved up in something that is predetermined? Yes, I have an appreciation for the art of pro wrestling. Don't get me wrong. I'm not mm-hmm. knocking anybody because when you get a fucking clothesline from hell, you're going to know where you hit you. But are you really getting anything? Rush Limbaugh's number one. Of course. You fucking think he's not going to be? The guy's got a golden microphone and he sells ad space out of his fucking ass, dude. He, he literally, how could you not think that he's going to be number one? And of course, you're going to fuck Howard. 
because he's not on there. And not that I'm a big Howard Mark, but why isn't Ron on there? Why isn't yeah, like, Wes Watley yes. back in the day? I mean, at least they, you know, <laughs> Bubba is a good host and deserves to be fucking on the list for sure. Because mm. when he can fucking dial it up, he is a great fucking host. The problem is he relies on gimmicks a little too much and he just wants to come in there and, you know, do the show. I get that. Who doesn't want to do that, man? I mean, the only time you should be doing that, which is never, is when you got a staff around you that are pulling the fucking content. And that's why, again, shout out to the Bubba fucking staff, because those people are keeping the fucking place in business. I mean, he can work. The, the, the dude can make fucking chicken shit into fucking chicken dip. He has. I'm, hey, you know so- about this. Do you remember those those magazines that they would send out where they would go to all the different types of uh like producers but it would just be a magazine with like potential guests like people that are writing books and stuff like that I I forget what they used to call it but they would be the worst guests none of them are like famous people at all they're just people that have written books that was the best part of the Brother Ron and Fez show, especially on the JFK. And uh, I don't know if they were doing it at WNEW, but they would get I people used to like book those. This, this bitch from Montana that was on there for a fucking story. And they have every fake guest. That's when Crazy Jen was on there doing a Roxy yeah. Carmichael gimmick, which she sounded the same. I'm Roxy Carmichael. You're like, it's Crazy Jen. Yeah, but well, it was great because I, she, would interview, I would interview those people. And I wish, like, I could get, like, I, I, I wish I could get one of those magazines because I would like to start booking those guests for my podcast because it obviously it's not gonna be a serious interview. Like, I'll, 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 like, I'll, I'll babyface a little bit at the beginning, but then I'm gonna just think of the most uncomfortable questions that I can get. Are you gonna stutter through it too, there, uh, John? Yes, yes, I will. He's another one. You see, he's suing Sirius now. Yeah, dude, that's such bullshit. Like, I mean, for you know, what? Like, what content? Did, literally, what content did that dude provide besides his little one-off appearances when Howard would call him in that wasn't pre-written for him? Dude, you've got no leg to stand on when you are literally not fucking funny. So and I've the, seen him do stand up. He was a nice guy. He's just not fucking funny. But all the, but all the, I, I've always wondered that. I, I never really thought that any of those questions that Stutter and John asked were, were like spontaneous no. at all. They were, they were all written. How could you not think they were spontaneous when he's reading off a fucking sheet? Yeah, he got slapped by fucking, um, old turtle tits. Uh, God damn it. Um, the original uh, Jerry Springer guy, Martin Downey Jr. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, back. yeah. And that was a great fucking bit. But come on, John, you didn't fucking you were the person asking the questions that Fred, Jackie, and Howard were writing. Let's be frank. And how much do they play you on the serious thing? I don't have serious anymore, but I know when I was listening to it, they were heavy on the Artie, not heavy on the uh, fucking John. See now in in. Listen, I know for a fact because I've a lot of these radio people, they don't they don't really read their contracts as much. But I know somewhere it's in there. Like, if you're on our airwaves, we kind of own the right to it from that point forward. Uh, He was already paid, bro, as a salary. Like, if you're going on the air and you're already giving your consent because you're not somebody that they're calling out. You already know what the fucking deal is, bro. He he did it. He got his fucking money. He's entitled to zero. You lose. You get nothing. Now, Stutter and John, I don't think... He's a dick. Jay, I don't think Jay and them hired him because they thought he was talented. It was kind of like a just big fuck you to Howard. And that's why they paid so much money. I, I think that could have might have been the worst decision that Stutter and John could have made. In my... I, I mean, yeah. No, I don't I don't disagree with you. For the longest time, like in my mind, I was like, who the fuck would do that? 
And then as I got older and I watched The Late Shift, which is a great fucking movie directed by Betty Thomas, who also Wait, directed Howard. Is that the one is that the one with the, it talked about Letterman and Leonard, right? Yes, um, it was based off the movie The Late Shift, which is a or based off the book, based off the who movie. Plays it was based them? off the, a movie was based off the movie. Who played Leno? Yeah. I, I don't know, but uh, Michael um Michael uh oh god, he was the bald guy in Seinfeld when she's like he's bald, he's going bald. Um Michael uh he was in all those uh all the uh, Christopher Guest movies, too. Yeah, it, It'll it, come back to me later on. Now, who was your favorite bit character on Letterman? Mine was, and I forget his name, but um, the guy that Chris was... Elliott? That, yes, yes, yes. That, he is so underrated. You and, know who my, mine was until he got too big for his britches? Larry Bud Melman. There's a name that you won't hear very oh, often. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. What else was he in? He did a bunch of commercials and stuff, and what happened was he got a little too big for the britches type of thing, and so they started using him less. But when he was down there doing the interviews, welcome to New York at the Port Authority, giving people lays and stuff like it's Hawaii. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious, dude. Now, I mean, I you know who I, I – I, another person that in Late Night that I have appreciation for, it's not Jimmy Kimmel. It's uh, Conan, actually. Now, um, I used to watch happened? him back in the day. What happened to him? I mean, like, I agree. Conan was really, really good. Did you ever listen to the first interview that Howard did with Conan? And Howard really basically was saying, I don't know how long you're going to last because. The one with the know, Jackie puppet. Yeah. And and, and yes. it was very uncomfortable. But, you know, what I was, what I liked about Conan is that he actually seemed like he cared and put some type of effort into his craft. I don't disagree with you. And actually, the, what, the one thing you can say about Howard was he was pretty fortuitous in telling that then. And then even when Conan got the Tonight Show, he's like, this isn't going to last. Jay's going to pull some kind of shit. Yeah, and, that and he was, did. That was, I mean, and you know what? And, and if, fuck, how can you go in there and deliver a fucking show when you know there's somebody waiting the fucking wings for you? Like The guy how, that you took over for. Shit. The guy that you took over for. It, 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 it really screwed Conan because he moved up, okay? He never really got a shot because everybody knew that Jay had already realized that he made a mistake and then and then wanted to come back. It was just, it was, it was, I felt bad for Conan. I really, really did. Was, was it Jay making a mistake or was it the network going, you know what, we've got the old horse in the stable, we might as well put him back in there because we've got him underneath his contract it'll be cheaper to cut the other one man it because that's that was, what ended up happening do you do you like Kimmel though do you like Kimmel at, at, at on nine or I mean on ABC I don't watch his show do I like Jimmy Kimmel yes yeah. do I think he can be funny fucking yes I do think he can be funny but I I don't find political correctness i need to apologize everything let's get sympathy when my kid has ailments jimmy Kimmel. like be a fucking comedian dude just go out there take the fucking punches if you don't want your fucking kids in the thing or whatever then you know how i mean who can i i give him credit because he went out there immediately he was like my kid's sick and did all this stuff so he cut the joke off right there so nobody's gonna come in there and be like yeah your kid's sick and dying what about that jimmy you know so i don't know he can be what funny you, you, i wish he was the second chair on stern because his yeah. show's gonna be like two days a week now so hey um, what you know while we're talking about the late night and everything you know who i would i'm i'm curious to see Craig what Ferguson? it would have been. It, no, well, I did. I love Craig Ferguson. I, I did really, too, because I would get done with my job and, and when I lived in South Florida, and Craig Ferguson would be on. So I'd do a little celebratory sniff and a couple of drinkies, and then, uh, you know, watch Craig Ferguson for the next hour and a half until I realized that I probably should do more uh, copious amounts of drugs. Now, it was before my time, but I, I really think that Joan Rivers actually got big time because he was she the go she was the go to fill in person for Johnny, right? Like Yep. 
And then she took the job at Fox and Johnny got all but her because she didn't call him in a timely met. Fuck that. Johnny Carson was a fucking. I heard he was an asshole. Dude. I heard I heard he was. Fuck like, him. He would have the most no talent list fucking people that he would call over. But comedians, he'd be like, no, the same kind, his same ilk. He would fucking just be a dick and put the fucking th- foot on the throat and be like, nah, you're not going to come over. No, but yeah, that's fucking- the thing about it. He, Everybody was like, he had this big head like, if Johnny, if, if you're a comedian and Johnny invites you to the couch, you've made it. Like, that's like the big stamp of approval. And and if you didn't, he could almost like ruin your career or your future. That should be the fucking movie. They should do a fucking thing about a dude who gets a Johnny Carson spot, and then he fucking blows it. Like, fucking just goes and implodes, and then it's like 30 years later, and he's running some shit comedy club. All right, what do you, what'd you think of Arsenio? Woo, 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 woo. I mean, um, did you? Did you I didn't. You, you really didn't? Don't know opinion? I, no, I, I, I watched him. What are you yeah. talking about? The original Arsenio or when he yeah, tried to the come original, back? Yeah, the original Arsenio. Like, you know, the he one did that great. Was, I mean, yeah. I don't know why they ever took him off. Yeah. Now He had know, ratings. I mean, and, and it wasn't even, oh, it's an urban audience. Like, it was an easier show to digest. But <laughs> Who wouldn't want to watch Arsenio? But, I mean, that, that iconic um, uh, moment of, when they had Bill Clinton on, everybody did that. Right, sax. Yeah, playing the sax. And he looked cool as fuck, too. I wish he would have inhaled. It made him even cooler. Okay, last two. He I inhaled. Wanna... <laughs> he inhaled. <laughs> yeah, of course he did. Last two that I want to talk about, Um, and a lot of people, could be who had a worse talk show, Magic Johnson, because everybody forgets about Magic Johnson or Chevy yeah. Chase. Chevy Chase's just because um, he had so much more like Magic Johnson. Why are you giving him it? You know it's gonna but be Chevy should have been Chase. good though. Chevy Chase's show was good, but the problem was that I don't know if he had the right writers around him. You know what I mean? Like it, you know who had a even worse fucking show and gave Gilbert his start? Alan Thick, Thick of the Night. Oh yeah, fuck. There's Gilbert Godfrey up there in the catwalk. And Gilbert Godfrey was supposed to be up there in the fucking catwalk, like, hovering around, like, I don't know, like Gilbert. Did you ever... Alan Thicke's show is the worst. Yeah, did you ever... Uh, well, Tom Green had a pretty bad talk show, too. That, that was oh, Tom did. Green is the man. And that show was supposed to be like it was, so I, I appreciate I mean, Tom no, Green. I I like him, though, but, like, all right, that... Do you remember the interview he did with, um, he's been on Bubba Show, but the guy from Jackal. Jackal, yes. The, uh, the one with Jesse the, James Dupree. Jesse the, James Dupree. Where he cut up the desk. Was that set yes. up? I th- it had to have been, right? I mean. I I would think so, because who sneaks a chainsaw in? Yeah, I mean. Sneak a knife. You can sneak a rope. Can't sneak a chainsaw, bro. That's kind of big. All right, and while back to Chevy Chase, okay? Yes, Did you ever I watch love- the TV show Community? No. You you didn't? Was the one where he was on it? They had, no, uh, I know what it is. I know okay. what it is. I just never watched it because I don't like uh, Joe McHale. Yeah, you don't, man. I, I used no. to book him. Why, though? I, can I ask? I mean, because I he was... Very nice to me. Uh, he used to come no. on the monsters all the time. He seems like a nice enough dude. I just don't find him funny. Yeah. I mean, you know what? He played, and it's funny that he ended up playing Chevy Chase in that fucking uh, the movie about Doug Kenny, uh, uh, stupid and futile or futile and stupid gesture. The one that oh, I didn't, on him. I didn't, I didn't know about that one. What? The one that David Wayne did? The guy that did um, America, Wet Hot American Summer? And, oh, uh, yeah, I did. He was on I the did. stage. I, I did hear about that. Um, it's that, a good movie, man. You should check it out. I don't know why you haven't watched it. They talk but, about when they did the National Lampoon Radio Hour. It's uh, awesome. Um, the reason I brought Community, community yeah. up is that 
they said towards the end, Chevy was like what, so difficult to work with, constantly was saying the N word around all the uh, uh, black actors and stuff. And it was just, they said it was Chevy. very difficult because some of Chevy. the Chevy Chase movies in his prime was absolutely fucking. What, what, what is your favorite Chevy Chase movie? Fletch Lives. Really? No. I just wanted to name one that everybody would be like, what the fuck? I no. Mean, um, I honestly... I mean, Caddyshack, I like but that's too easy for everybody. All right, Caddyshack, too. He was in there for two minutes. Yeah. I love uh, Jackie Mason. You know, people and places and things of that nature. Fucking Jackie Mason. There was a movie I think he was on called... Um, no... Very bad. Oh, funny farm. Oh, God damn it. That was. Yeah, that was that was strong. I mean, all the what was your worst uh, family vacation one? Was it Vegas? Was Vegas the one you didn't know? It was the one where they didn't have anybody. And it was like Cousin Eddie's fucking Christmas vacation. Oh, yeah. I liked Vegas vacation because they put uh, Sid Caesar in the end of it. When he won the fucking ticket, the guy that they get the ticket from that ends up paying oh, for the he, trip. And he, like, doesn't he croak? Or no? Yes. He, uh, yeah. He does. He has a heart. He has the best heart attack ever. Sid Caesar, the show of shows. And Man. if anybody's listening to the show and they actually remember that, then how far am I dating myself? I'm 31. People, just think about that. But, Don't think I didn't look stuff up. What? 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 What happened to comedians when like? With with an athlete, when they get older, they're not as strong. They're not as fast. Why do do comedians just forget how to be funny, or do they just get out of touch with with the world at the time? Well, Tuttle, I'm not speaking in general, but a lot of these people do drugs. So okay. while you're not getting hit by people, you may start to forget something, and plus, you just get old. I mean, everybody's body chemistry is fucking crazy anyway i can't remember what i did last week but i can remember jokes that i told you know what i mean so uh, but carlin oh. carlin carlin was still on the top of his game when he was older oh yeah i wish he was still live now because i'd love to hear what he has to say it'd be a lot of trump bashing but who wasn't doing that at least it'd be funny also one of the funniest things i ever heard on stern who was the old comic that was then um um Dirty work that was insulting Artie. He was like, "Look at you. You look oh, like Don a, Rickles." Yeah, Don Rickles. That was some pretty. Now, do you think that that was ad lib? Because I think it was. Yes. Yeah, he uh, he did a lot of ad libbing and Chevy Chase as well. Um, in that movie, like they gave him a. Uh, it wasn't like Bill Murray where they gave him a fucking. This is where the scene needs to go and just make it work. But yeah, what was I know you're a big uh, I could be wrong, but I as I think you're a big Rodney Dangerfield fan, right? Yeah, I love. Rodney. OK, what was the movie where he was like a talk show host? Meet Wally Spark. That was an I don't I like that. And, and I a lot of people don't bring that up about his uh, filmography. No, because they usually just rely on the. 80 stuff or they don't like him what was what was your favorite rodney uh, movie um back to school but i i would probably have to say back to school i mean i loved him in caddyshack that wasn't his movie though but no he, he fit that part perfectly and they couldn't replace it with jackie mason like the like no i'm not a fucking anything but the jewiest of jew acts yeah. oh my god and the place and people these things like just stop uh, i don't need to see him everybody says caddyshack is the most quotable movie what, what do you yeah. think is the most quotable movie it just depends you know what the best part is? Everybody that thinks these movies are so quotable i already know so at any job so we're going to already do it i just fucking give him some line from the movie and they're like what like yeah i know the whole fucking movie it doesn't matter mm -hmm. well charlie i actually think this was a great conversation i love it when we just 
start out with one thing and then we end up in a completely different place. But but it was it was great because we talked a little bit about inside radio stuff and then I don't know how we got on talking about talk show hosts and it just went from oh I know why because you brought up uh, stuttering John you asked me if I had yeah saw he was doing so uh, I don't know I thought this was a really I'd, great conversation today I bleep his name out we don't need to give him any credit <laughs> I'm just so, kidding uh, no stuttering John is I am going to get ham hocked and probably sleep underneath the tree tonight. Wait, now ham hocked? What? Is, I mean, what? What is? Uh, that okay. is where you drink so much beer that you become a ham, and then you get hocked up into a tree. Yeah. Um. Have you actually ham hocked is a is a term that I heard from my native friend, Harry Wolchief. What? What? what what is what is the weirdest place you've ever like blacked out from partying and and woke up from? Like I woke like- up I I woke up uh, basically at a straight up crack house and then uh, had to figure out my way. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll go into that story one day. It's a it's a long and in depth story about uh, addictions and not drinking too much before you go over to a place that's seedy and pass out there okay yes please do because i want to hear that and i'm going to think of my worst now here let's set some parameters here okay all right right. craziest night but also craziest place you've woken up and maybe the most dangerous situation so it's all one those three yeah oh i can give you dangerous situation stuff like the one guy when i was buying uh product there in uh, Connecticut. He's like, Charlie, uh, you, you drive down the hood to buy smoke. You should be buying more more stuff than this. <laughs> like, really? What do, you, what do you got? He's like, what do you want? I was like, I don't know. Oh, I got it. This is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one, uh, man. Well, oh, I, really, yeah. I really appreciate it, man. I, I, and that's I not think... even the Florida years. Oh, the Florida years. Wait, wait, wait till I tell you stories about going by and fucking uh, a little bit of the a little bit of the white powder, as it were, from the Zopound in Hialeah. That's fucking shit. I'm white as fucking the day is long. And, hey, uh, yeah. So, you know how Howard has his stern anthology? Uh, I want to do, like, I want to do oh, a history. Okay. I want to do a history of your, your evolution of taking substances through the year. You know, um, and and kind of do like a history of it because I think it would be a great series that people would be wanting to listen to. Okay, they want to listen to it. I'll tell the stories. I don't really care because I I've never had a problem saying anything like that. And 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 the whole thing is, and the whole thing is, I mean, we can always just say, hey, this is parody. Uh, you know, it's just. Especially if the statute of limitations have run out. Oh, if if in that case, then I don't really care. We can just say, look, he battled his demons and he's still battling them. <laughs> I mean, even in event, intervention once when they show up with somebody and they're still huffing fucking air duster by the pier, it's, they still do a fucking follow up. I'm not huffing air duster by the pier, though. I never got into that shit. All right, man. Well, have a good night, and please be safe, though. I know you're smart, but... I'm at home. I'm fine. I'm not going anywhere. All right, man. That's the one Um, thing. That's kept me out of trouble more than anything that these people... Just party at home, man. Like, you don't need to be be out and about. You know what? Have a chick come over. You know, have a couple things. You don't have to do anything sexual. Just party and fucking hang out. And guess what? If you're fucking cool. If you pass out somewhere, I mean, you're at your house, you're on your own property, you're good to go. I passed out on on neighbors' properties, and they're like, Charlie, you got to get out of here, man. I was like, I know, I know. I got to, you know, you know, Bert got, uh, got a hit. I don't, he probably got off of it, but I think he got arrested for a DUI one time, but he was passed out in the driveway of it. He made it home, but he passed out in the driveway and got pulled over. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
and, and the keys were in the ignition and everything. That's where people yep, messed up. Yeah, you, if you're going to pass out in your car, throw those keys on the fucking floor of the fucking passenger side so they can be like, he couldn't even fucking drive. He passed out in his car. Actually, if you're going to pass out anyway, throw the fucking keys in the passenger seat, pass out in the back, or pass out in the passenger seat. Don't pass out in the driver's seat. That's yeah. opening you up to all types of fucking shit. Burke Brigade, what's up? Yeah. All right, man. Well, have a good one, and I'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? <laughs> That's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketBearClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents show voiceover services brought to you by JC services.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio comments, concerns. You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick. Go to Tuttle at gmail.com to follow all of Tuttle's social media. Go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?